0: This is the Sermon Podcast for Christ Lutheran Church in Duncanon, Pennsylvania. You can find us online at clcduncanon.org. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter. Glory to you, o Lord. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace Grace and peace to you, brothers and sisters, from God our Father and the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Matthew 5 records the words of Jesus that we call the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes are a list of blessings. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. These blessings sound utterly counter to the way the world works, and they're counter to how we often use the word blessed. Often we think we're being Christian by substituting the word blessed for when we really mean lucky or fortunate on the world scale. According to Jesus, you're not blessed when you buy a new car, or when you win the lottery, or when you find your soulmate. Jesus says we're blessed in utterly unconventional ways when we mourn, when we hunger and thirst for righteousness when we're merciful, when we're pure in heart, when people persecute us. There's a Catholic priest who ministers among gangs and convicts in L.A. He wrote a book, and in it he talks about the Beatitudes as like a map of where to stand, that God is telling us in the Beatitudes to stand with the people that are blessed, Stand with those who mourn. Stand with the poor in spirit. Stand with those who are reviled. Another man visits a state prison every week to lead a Bible study for inmates. And when he was asked why he felt called to prison ministry, he said this I have to go to where Jesus is. Belief in Christ doesn't come easily for me. I have to stay close to Jesus. And I feel so much closer to our Lord here. I find his presence so much more believable in this place. To recognize Martin Luther King Jr. Day a couple of weeks ago, Alex and I watched the movie Selma. It's based on the historic events in Selma, Alabama in 1965. It's fascinating to see the dynamics at play during the civil rights movement. MLK and his followers worked to use nonviolent protests to make a change. The injustice being done was that black people legally had the right to vote, but were being denied that right because of the people in places of authority doing unjust things. It was interesting to see people like John Lewis, present day congressman from Georgia, as a college student on the lines with MLK. The people that resisted the movement were portrayed in the movie as being scared of what would happen if black people had the, vote, had the right to vote. The people that were opposed to civil rights went to church, just like the black people did. But they thought that their faith was motivating them to keep the status quo, to enforce laws no matter how unjust or corrupt and to harbor ill feelings about anything that seemed to not keep the peace. The people in opposition to MLK thought that black people had plenty of rights, that they had nothing to complain about, and all would be well if everyone just stayed in their corner of the world and didn't make a big fuss. Those opposed to civil rights thought that the marching was creating tension and problems, but for those black citizens who were repeatedly denied the right to vote, they knew that in MLK's words, true peace is not merely the absence of tension, it is the presence of justice. Obviously, we know how the story ends. MLK was killed for what he believed in, but the civil rights movement prevailed, and as MLK famously said... The arc of the moral universe is long, but bends towards justice. Jesus says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account, Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Jesus doesn't say that the blessed are those who are comfortable, well-off, or born into the right families. The world doesn't value mourning or being poor. The world doesn't value being meek or hungry or thirsty. Those aren't things we boast about. But Jesus says, no, this is what it is to be blessed in the kingdom of God. When we find ourselves this way or in solidarity with those who are, we are blessed. When we are poor, mourning, meek, merciful, hungry, thirsty, pure in heart, peacemaking, persecuted, or reviled, Jesus says, these are things that I care about. This is where I find myself. This is where you can look for me, among the last, the least, the most vulnerable by your earthly standards. Jesus says, there I am. God doesn't ban the most desperate people from entering God's kingdom. God says, they're first on my list. Jesus says, come and join me, and you will be blessed Not blessed by earthly standards, not blessed in a happy, healthy, and wealthy sort of way, but blessed because you will be as close as you can be to the living and active triune God. Jesus says, there you will be next to me. Blessedness is not caring about ourselves first, but living for others. It means looking outside of our own person, family, community, and nation. Blessedness is loving God and our neighbors. It means living in connection with our God, the creator, sustainer, and redeemer. Amen. And if the Beatitudes seem utterly foolish to you, if this sounds like nonsense, if identifying with the last and the least seems unsavory or unappealing or uncomfortable or even dangerous, then think, dear people of God, of our Lord hanging on a cross to die. For what more foolish thing, what more vulnerable, weak thing can we imagine than for a God To be killed on a cross, reviled before others, persecuted by the world. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, things that are not, to reduce to nothing things that are. Our God became man, was persecuted, crucified, and died. And Jesus is right there alongside of those of us who are the most vulnerable. So let us, too, find ourselves with those who the world dismisses, those who are uninvited or hurting, neglected or marginalized. For blessed are the poor, the meek, the mourning, the hungry, the thirsty, the merciful, the pure in heart, the peacemakers, the persecuted, the reviled. For theirs is the kingdom of God. Amen.